Dave Brower, GuardianStateHSWrestling.com, Near Fall Podcast. Thank you for joining us. It is District Weekend, our wrap-up. A really good set of district uh, matches going on. I know there was a little bit of a controversy with some of the districts because apparently in the language with the regulations from earlier in the year, the NGSIA wasn't officially recognizing a team district champion. A lot of them still went through with it. So um, my predictions were up uh, Friday. I should have my, uh, how did I do? They should be up in the next, you know, by the time you're seeing this or a little later today, um, you know, did really well in most districts. Uh, some, I uh, was a little, eh, you know, those are usually the ones where I don't get to see a lot of all the teams. I see some of them, but uh, before we get into that, we got to get into our sponsors. The two big sponsors who have been there for us all year, Dan Warnikoff, champion athletes. I've said this before and I'll say it again, and I'm going to hammer this point home. Wrestling is such a sport that takes everything, the emotions, the training, everything else. Why would you then self-sabotage yourself by putting horrible stuff in your body and not giving yourself the best chance to succeed? Dan Warnikoff will help you with the meal plans. He's going to help you get to the weight you want to do with a descent plan and help you feel energized afterwards. You don't want to drop a lot of weight and then feel completely exhausted. Dan will help you get better. And it, you could be a wrestler. You could be a hockey player, football player, in-state, out-of-state. You don't even have to be an athlete. Dan will help you get to where you need to go. So check him out. Big supporter of what we do here at GardenStateHSWrestling.com. Dan Warnikoff and the Harrington Companies, the construction, the recycling, Hoffman Landscaping. Big proponents of what we do. They actually helped us with their with their donation, uh, improve our camera equipment. If you got a chance to see the live stream we did from Roxbury, I was shocked watching it on camera. Not saying that we didn't have great equipment before, but just the beautiful view. Like it was just, it was almost, it, it, you want to almost feel like you're there. And I think we did that yesterday with what we did at District 7. It was um, a good time there, but thank you to the Harrington Company for their support. Speaking of District 7, that's where I was calling the action. I was with uh, Luke Drugat. Um, it's funny because he couldn't make it. Some plans changed. He wound up getting in there. Um, I was really happy to have him involved. He's wrestled in that district before. He's from former Mormon, Morris Knowles alum. Um, if you don't know who he is, his brother and um, Dean and him both finished second um, in states their senior year before continuing on the Old Dominion to finish their, finish their career. Um, they've both gone into the law enforcement uh, aspect. So uh, it's always good to see those guys. And, you know, I've been covering them since they were freshmen. So uh, it's always good to catch up with him and his family. His, his father's a great man. He's always super nice and um you know, nice to talk to. And it's always good to see those, those moments. Um, had a really good district. Uh, Morris Knowles actually wound up coming away with the, the win. Uh, it really was coming down to the end. It was between them and um, Morris Hills heading into the finals. They had kind of paced themselves out. And there were a few Morris Hills finalists and, and, and Morris Knowles finalists. Um, but Knowles kind of traded a pin back with Hills in, in back-to-back matches. Um so they kind of, they ran away with the title second year in a row. Congratulations, Coach Vasily, uh, you know, for that program. It's kind of back on the upswing. It's, it's got a couple of really talented guys, some good seniors in there. Um, I would not be surprised if some of those guys make a run in Atlantic City. And, you know, that make the podium, you know, could possibly, but we'll represent that program really well. Um, like I said, the other district we were at, District 4, um, Kittita- or, excuse me, Jefferson winds up uh, taking that team title. Uh, nothing to take away from Jefferson. I thought Wayne Hills would just because 
when you pick the winners, you kind of, it doesn't make sense for me and for you as a reader, if I pick Wayne Hills to have five champions and then I say they're not going to win the team title, just numbers don't make sense. Um, so Jefferson, congratulations to coach Moscatello, uh, great season he had you know with with that team and he's got some individuals going forward you know obviously um down there some of the winners they had uh honestly the, the guy who stood out for me and you know we'll talk about him in a minute but they had, they had some really quality wrestlers uh advanced down. i don't want to jump ahead and, and, and name anybody but um a couple other districts i kind of kept my eye on first we're going to head to district uh nine in Nutley, this is the district that not bothers me, but I, I always kick myself when I make my predictions. So as I'm doing my predictions, you know, I Del Barton's there. So I obviously understand the Vasquez, a Davi, a Wazalewski, a Perrette, and a, a, you know, Sergio Ruiz, you know, a Forte. Those guys are going to win their titles. It's not a shock. Daniel Jones, guys like that. Not a shock to me. So as I'm looking at 126 and 132, I sitting there and I'm just pondering it. And my wife goes, what are you like pondering? This always happens with Del Barton. There's always a guy who maybe through seeding or whatever, doesn't get where you think they're going to be. And you're like, oh, I don't know if they're going to make it. Then all of a sudden they wind up winning. It It happened here. You got Chase Quisenault from Del Barton winning at 126. Trevor Jones, who I had the hardest time not putting in the finals at the MCT in that bracket, but it's just, it was a really tough bracket. Uh, he wins at 132. Vincent Lee uh, wins at 190. So DeBorn had 13 champions and qualified 14 because Connor Martin finished second in heavyweight. So 14 wrestlers going to, to regions next week for them. So, you know, that's they're going to be at Region 3 at West Orange. Um, great job by DeBorn, as always, and, you know, really solid uh, rebound from their, their loss in the group championships. But really good job there by uh, Del Barton. Another district in the district eight at Fairlawn. Uh, congratulations to the Mount Olive group. You know, you got Tyler Haggidson winning at 113, Jack Bastarica winning at 132. Um, and then up top, Tyler Bienes, Nico Gonzalez, and Anthony Moscatello winning titles from 175 to 215. Um, just been a, a really good run for Mount Olive. And, you know, they wound up winning the, uh, the team title down there. But they're moving on, and, and they got a good group, you know, coming home. They don't got to go too far. They're hosting the region. So, you know, it's going to be a nice little home match for those guys. The biggest one that I also kind of want to take a look at and see how it went was District 5. Now, before I get into that district, um, Bergen Catholic won it. And for a lot of people, I posted a tweet Friday that I got some information from some parents. I'm not going to disclose it's off the record, but I got some information from some parents about an email that was sent out regarding Coach Bell's retire or Coach Bell stepping down. People have been asking me what the situation is or what I've heard. So I'm going to tell you what I've heard. This is not official. This is what I've heard from parents and people in the situation. So it's, you know, they've told me this. They kind of mentioned, hey, this is what happened. This is what we were told by the kids. From what I was told, there were wrestle-offs scheduled for early in the week for districts. Certain wrestlers who were going to be wrestling off didn't know that according to what they're saying. So one wrestler wasn't at his weight because he didn't think he had to wrestle off. And there were two others who weren't going to be able to make it. 
from what I was told by an unnamed source, Coach Bell then said those matches would count as forfeits. The other persons would advance. So they told their parents, and then the parents got involved, and then the coach moved the wrestle-offs a day to Friday, from what I'm told. And then Friday came in, the athletic director stepped in and says, we're not going to have those wrestle-offs. And then shortly after, the email came out. I don't know what happened. I don't want to get speculative about the situation or anything. Um, this a lot of people online have been comparing it to what happened with coach bell with the, with the lawsuit recently, not a connection at all. From what I've heard, there's no, you know, two and two people are trying to take little pieces and put it together and create a puzzle. Not like that at all. From what I'm understanding, completely unrelated. Um, it's still a developing story, obviously. Um, I just know he, you know, stepped down the night before district, which is unheard of realistically, but also, you know, you don't, it's a, a coach's career. I'm not going to speculate on what, you know, what I've heard different ways. And until I get concrete proof, it's really unjust for anybody to say anything otherwise. So I'm going to wish coach Bell uh, well, I've met him a few times, you know, I've awarded him the uh, top team in the state award for the NJ uh, New Jersey wrestling writers association that I'm a part of. So I've given him the trophy. Um, always been super nice to me. Always said hello. So, you know, I wish him best and whatever he decides to do next, whether that's, you know, retire, whether he winds up coaching somewhere else, we'll see. Uh, he had an amazing run and, and really elevated Bergen Catholic to that upper atmosphere and that echelon amongst top teams. So you'll be missed, Coach Bell. Now, talking about the district, you wonder if that kind of would have a hangover um, for, you know, you find out your longtime coach steps down, see if that would hang over for Bergen Catholic. They didn't miss a beat. Del Barton had 13 champions. They had 13 champions. They won every weight except 215. And at 215, it was a battle of state medalists um, with A.J. Frischone from Bergen Catholic losing to Joseph Abill from Clifton. Abill, you know, two-time medalist at heavyweight, dropped some weight, is now at 215. Looks lean and, you know, lean and mean. And I've covered his matches five times, and I think I've seen him wrestle once because the other team's just forfeit to him. So, um you know, that'll be that'll be interesting to see how they do there. And, and they're going to move on to uh, District 2 at Mount Olive. So we're going to see some really good um, matchups there and, you know, see how everything goes. But it's going to be really good at the regions this weekend. Um, we're planning right now on doing Region 1. Um, we're waiting just on the approval. They got to just run it by and make sure none of the other, like NJ.com or uh, NFHS has – wants to live stream it. If not, we're going to be live streaming it the same way we did for the districts. We really hope everybody enjoyed our coverage of the districts. Um, like I said, I was on the call with Luke uh, Drugak at District 7. Uh, James Clark was up at District 4. Him and Jared, the podcast manager, did an amazing job. The feedback I've gotten from parents and, and administration for both have said it in, what an outstanding job we did. But I do have a bone to pick a little bit with District 4. You feed James Clark and Jared Clemens, but I can't – this fat guy can't get a piece of pizza when he's up there? <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, Todd Van Oden does a great job and takes care of us. And and the, the way not only Todd Van Oden up at Kittatinny, but uh, Stu Mason down at, at Roxbury ran the tournament, very smooth. 
Um, you know, no glitches, nothing, you know, nothing crazy. It went through well. They were very accommodating with what we did. Um, so thank you very much, you know, to those athletic directors and the coaches, Coach Gill and Coach Butler up at Kittatinny, uh, DJ Roman down at Roxbury, and all the coaches at um, at Roxbury, who, you know, who were there. And also a special, you know, I'm not going to say why, but a special uh, thank you to, to Coach McMickle from Persephone for helping out with the situation. I really appreciate um, you stepping in in that situation, and it means a lot. So uh, thank you. Um, when I usually try to look for my wrestler of the week when you get to districts and regions, it's tough because a lot of the wrestlers you see, you know you're going to see again, and it's redundant if you're talking to them as you get down the States. Because I know I'm going to talk to a Tyler Haginson down at States. I know I'm going to talk to an Ethan Dolling. I know I'm going to talk to a Luke Stanich. And, you know, the guys from Del Bar and, and so on and so on. So when I was trying to put it together and think of who deserved it, James Clark actually came up with a name. And I, I confer with Jared, who actually saw him wrestle live up at District 4. So my wrestler of the week for District Weekend is Joseph DiBiase, uh, a great wrestler for Jefferson, who is not related to the Million Dollar Man, even though he kind of joked with me about it because he knows I'm in the pro wrestling. But Joseph DiBiase had a great run down, up there, wind up winning his weight, um, late to, a late escape, you know, J James was telling me how just how the perseverance and, and the way he wrestled uh, really impressed him. So congratulations, Joseph DiBiase. Uh, you're our wrestler of the week here for District Weekend on our GardenStateHSWrestling.com. Now, like I said, we're going to be having, um, you know, our updates on regions. You know, we're going to, like I said, we're going to try to do region one. That's, that's not up to us. We are going to do the finals, very similar to how we did it this week. Um, it's going to be myself and James Clark on the on the call, but uh, really exciting weekend. I mean, I'm looking across the results, and you know, there's a couple. Like I said, there was a couple little surprises as far as um, as far as team stuff, but pretty much everything went to you know everything went to chalk for most of the uh, most of the weekend. So I'm kind of seeing we're gonna we're gonna get a surprise. You always get a surprise. It's like, you know, you, you're going to get one of those guys. And because if, if, if we knew who was going to win it all, it won't be the point of, of wrestling. If there's going to be somebody who you're just going to look and go, wow, how did they win? Or wow, how did this happen? So, you know, big weekend, you know, coming up ahead. We're, we're just finishing up. It's, it's, the, it's basically the, the first part of the uh, relay race. They just handed off the, the baton. So now we're going to have the, the next part. And then we're going to have the home stretch. So, um, like I said, tune in. We'll, we'll be doing Region 1. We're going to have another podcast next week. We're going to be doing a uh, nightly podcast uh, at, down at State that will go up the next morning, you know, just kind of recapping a little bit for the day. Um, I know as far as the State tournament goes, I am going to try my best. Sometimes it doesn't work. Um, I'm going to try to get not only uh, interviews with every boys medalist and state champion but every girls medalist and state champion so um we're gonna try to get that all set up and that'll go up as a depending on how many we have if we're gonna do that as one podcast or as we did um two years ago when it was in peaberg we had a champions and a medalist you know uh video up but like i said check us out on our social medias on facebook at garden state hs wrestling.com on twitter at garden state hsw on instagram at garden state hs wrestling.com and on youtube like and subscribe you'll know when we go live with with these podcasts when we have matches coming up 
when we have any type of content, we're going to be putting out a lot of stuff coming up because once the year ends in two weeks, that doesn't mean it's the end for me. We're going to have my old Passaic team, my old Morris team, my old Hunter DeMore and Sussex team. Um, we're going to try to do something a little different this year. I'm going to see if I can pull it off. Um, we're going to have our 10th anniversary all-star match, the GuardianStateHSWrestling.com all-star classic. Uh, right now, we're looking and discussing with a couple places about a venue. We're aiming for May 6th. That's going to be the plan. We want to aim for May 6th for that. Um, so we'll, we'll see how all that goes. But, um, you know, we'll get that laid out. And then as far as the all-county stuff, uh, you know, we want to try to do some fun stuff. So that'll be fun for the different videos and, and see what we can do. But uh, I, I had a hell of a weekend. And, you know, on a personal note, thank you. You know, I know he's he's on the other side of the camera far away, but – Jared and, and James, great job at Kitty Titty. They, they talked about how great everything was. The feedback has been amazing. So, um, you know, I'm one of those people, especially who, who know me through other realms. I'm not one who could really be hands off with, with production. So it was good that I kind of didn't have to worry about it because I knew James and Jared were going to handle it. And they're, they, they're huge proponents and, and, and advocates and, and also helpers in what we do. So they, they deserve a big thank you too. So, um, like I said, we'll have the, you know, everything going. We'll, you know, keep checking in on the social medias and we'll announce where we're going to be. But for Jared, the podcasting legend, James Clark, I'm Donald J. Brower. Time for Regis. <laughs>